Larry, how do you think you have improved your team, and are you still in the process of remaking this roster? Well, you're always looking for uh, players that that can help your team, and uh, we feel that uh, a week or so ago that we added uh, some players that we think is going to uh, help us contend uh, for the East. Um, bringing in Thaddeus, uh, we feel that uh, he'll play the power forward spot. He can defend. He's long and athletic. I think he averaged 15 and nine last year. Um, help on the boards and then Al Jefferson. Um, you know, right now I don't know how we're, what we're looking to do with him as far as starting or coming off the bench, but uh, you know he's a low post scorer. Give him the ball, he can score. Then Jeff, you know, is a true point guard that can that can play out on the floor and make plays for the guys, score the ball, gives us a lot of speed there, even though. George Hill had a lot of speed, uh, but getting in the paint and making things happen, we feel Jeff will be able to do that for us. And then Jeremy is long and athletic, and he's going through an injury right now with his shoulder, so he's going to be down for a couple months after surgery. But we feel he can contribute in some way to help us uh, win some ball games. Larry, what needs do you still want to address? Forward, so. Well, you never know. I mean, if you can get better in any position, that's what you'll try to do. Um, we're open-minded uh, to look at all of our positions. You know, I think our our starters are um, are pretty well set. But if we can improve the bench somehow, I think we'll, we'll try to do that. Nate, you said uh, when you were at the introductory press conference, in terms of style of play, that would depend really upon the type of players that were put together. Based on what you now have, what are you kind of envisioning? Are you seeing the type of team that, that both of you guys have sort of hoped for in terms of length and athleticism and versatility? No question. Uh, I, I think this roster uh, allows us to, with the versatility that we have, to establish the tempo we want to play. Uh, we, should, uh, we definitely should be able to play fast. Uh, with the addition of Al Jefferson, uh, you can play into, in a half-court offense and establish a half-court offense. So the versatility of this roster uh, allows us to establish the tempo we want to play at. Uh, with Thaddeus uh, you know, coming in and, and playing a legit power forward or spread for uh, his ability to uh, get out in transition, rebound, and run, uh, T, his ability to push the ball, uh, that allows us to play fast. Uh, with Miles and, and uh, you know, really establishing that he could play the four and the five, you know, there could be some times where if we need to go big, uh, we could go with uh, Miles and Jefferson on the floor. So I think we can match up with any style of play, whether it's you know, big or small. Well, it'd be up to Nate um, who starts and comes off the bench. But I'm like Nate; I think you'll see them out there together quite a bit. Miles um, is working very hard this summer, um, as hard as anyone's we ever had here, and he's dedicated to getting his body better and, and getting in type of shape. When the season starts, you're going to see a different player. Uh, so it's hard for me to sit here and tell you the kid's not going to start because uh, 
he's probably going to be one of our better players. And uh, he's, in, he's a lot better now than he was at the end of last year. So uh, whether we start him or not, I don't know. It'll be up to Nate, but uh, he'll be playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, again, I think we will be able to establish that tempo we want to. And, uh, you know, if you, if you look at, uh, you know, Thaddeus and, and uh, Monte and, and Jeff with Paul and one of our bigs, uh, that unit should be a unit that uh, is getting up and down the floor. And, of course, uh, you know, Jefferson, uh, even with Jefferson being on the floor, it still should allow you to uh, play fast, but we will take advantage of his ability to uh, post up, uh, you know, we're, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying we're the Showtime Lakers, but, uh, you know, they, they had a big, uh, by the name of Kareem, uh, that uh, they were a running team. And uh, a lot of times he didn't even get across half court. But when he did, uh, they dropped him the ball. So you can play fast uh, with a low post present uh, as we uh, have in, in, in Jefferson. And we'll look to to uh, take advantage of both styles of play. Larry, when it comes to Jeff T, obviously last year was a contract. How important, how hard were you guys trying to get an extension done before you know, the season so you avoid the, the potential of free agency next year? Or do you see that as something that's just maybe an inevitability we'll have to deal with? Well, obviously, we, we brought him in here for long term, and we'd like to do something. But uh, to say we're going to do something this summer, it's, it's hard to tell. because. Uh, I don't know what his thinking is. We really haven't talked to his agent. Um, so um, we'll see what happens here in the next few weeks. And it's uh, something we like to get done, but if it don't, we're not worried about it. Uh, Larry, one of the news whenever Al Jefferson came over in that, uh, that signing, a lot of people made a big deal about him mentoring Miles Turner and being that veteran leader that you know a young guy like Miles would be. Is that something that you think is maybe like overstated or in Boston you had a lot of amazing players helping out the younger guys. Do you think that that's overblown at all? Or Not at all. I think Miles is a sponge. He likes uh, uh, anything you can you can help him with. And I think Al, especially in the low post, we know Miles will score on the court, but down in the post he probably gives some tricks and, and some angles and, and um, how he sets up his man. Uh, I mean, Miles is not known as a post-up player. He's a face-up player, but any help he can get down a post, I'm sure he'd, he'd be uh, willing to learn as much as he can from Al. And Al said he's going to be here most of the summer, um, next couple of weeks to get situated here. So he'll be here, and Miles will be here, so there'll be some nice workouts going on out, out there on the court. There we know Paul can guard multiple positions, but aside from I'm comfortable with what you have defensively in your backcourt. I don't worry about uh, defending uh, as much as a lot of people. I mean, you know, you got to remember when I coached, we had Dick Carter as leading our defense, and we had Mark Jackson at the point, Rick Smith at the center, and, and Chris Mullen at the small forward. So if you have a system and everybody's glued into that system, you're going to defend well. Uh, so. Uh, 
uh, I look forward to watching Dan Burke work with these guys because we do have a system. And uh, I think he'll do an amazing job with them. I mean, you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be the smartest sometimes and be in the right positions. And I think he'll put the players in, in the positions to defend well. Larry, we didn't get a chance to talk to you on draft night. George Niang, you know, why draft him? And what did you see in Orlando? <laughs> what did you see his role? Well, we, we followed George, you know, for a few years. And uh, he's a very uh, intelligent player. Uh, he might not have the foot speed or the, the jumping ability of, of most players you're going to play against, but overall skill, he's got it. He's got all the skills that you want in a player. Uh, we're going to blitz some this year. He's great at that. He'll be able to get out and put pressure on the guard and get back to his own man. Um, you know, at the 50th pick, there's a number of players there that, that we liked. And uh, we felt that George could step in and maybe help us a few minutes throughout the year. And then once we get in training camp and then we start playing some exhibition games, we'll see if he can play. And uh, But overall, we feel that his game is uh, is a basketball player. You know, I mean, he's, he's a true basketball player. He, he knows how to play. He's very unselfish. He'll get the ball to the players that are open. And um, we're very high on him. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's going to be an all-star, but I think he can help our team. Larry, would you introduce Nate as head coach? You mentioned one of the top priorities this offseason was getting a, a legitimate pure point guard. Was Jeff at the top of your wish list as far as attracting and obtaining a, a point guard of that caliber? Well, we really didn't know uh, going in the offseason. You know, I, I heard last year that we were after him. and. Uh, I don't think there's any truth to that. I knew it was going to have to be a three-team deal uh, to, to uh, get Jeff, but um, we're happy. I mean, we know he's a point guard. We know how he runs a team. We played against him, and we watched a lot of film on him, and, and we think he can get the job done for us. Um, you know, he's from here, and he's, he's very uh, comfortable here in Indianapolis. He comes back here every summer. And I'm sure, I know, he'll be in the gym every day here working out. And uh, so we'll get to know him a little bit better. But very pleased to have him, and we think he'll do a fine job for us. Question for both guys. Actually, with with a pure point guard now able to initiate and get it up um, consistently, in terms of Monte's role, what do, you, do you see him now being freed up to be more of the player he used to be? What, what, how do you sort of envision it? Because well, theoretically, he looks like maybe a great sixth man. Yeah, you got to understand that uh, Monte in Dallas got in the paint over 300 sometimes. Last year, I doubt it's half that. So if he's going to be effective, he's going to have to run a high pick and roll or pick and roll to get in the middle and make plays or score. Um, I'm not saying we didn't use him right last year, but that was his role. A lot of times we put our two guard in the corner, and, and when the ball swings to him, they either shoot or make a play out of it. So I, I feel good about it. Uh, we, we will have a small uh, backcourt because uh, – uh, the height of the two guys, but we do have a lot of speed. We should be able to get past the lanes, and and uh, if Jeff's covered up, throw it to Monte and let, and let him handle the point for a few minutes. He's played that position, so um, you know whether he's a six man or a starter, you know we'll, we'll have to see. But I'm very comfortable with both of them. Yeah, and we will uh, use them similar to the way we use them this year. I think Monte is one of the best open court players in uh, in the league. Uh, if you can get him out and advance the ball to him, uh, he can play against two uh, in the front court. So uh, we should be faster with both of these guards uh, being able to handle and, and play the point guard position. Uh, 
we definitely want to try and get him involved more uh, with the pick and rolls. But uh, you know, when you have two guards like that, either guard on uh, receiving the outlet and advancing the ball and allowing those guys to play. You have Thaddeus Young that should be filling the wing. Uh, we should be able to uh, get out and run and really establish a, a faster tempo. When we say faster, we mean guys with the ball to be able to get in the paint. George Hill is faster than heck. You know, I mean, uh, but uh, as far as having the ball and be able to make plays, we feel that Monte and, and Teague might be a little bit better at that. Uh, Nate, you've been with this roster for a few years, obviously, but I'm um, Paul George specifically points towards him. Is this the pieces that he's needed all along, do you believe, that the spacing, the agility, versatility? Do you think this is the pieces he's needed around him? Well, you know, we'll build uh, our system to, um, you know, space and, and give all of our guys an opportunity uh, to play, I think, with good spacing and good movement and, uh, you know, uh, better screening. Uh, you you want to give your guys an opportunity, these great players opportunity space to uh, to play the game and uh, that's not just for Paul but for Jeff and Monte and you know Jefferson and Miles all of the guys so that's that's NBA basketball uh, understanding spacing creating space space so that these guys who are so talented uh, can use their skill there in the trade for Jeremy Evans you acquired the rights to Amir Brunzi or whatever his name is does he stay in Europe or does he come over? In no, he'll stay, he'll stay in Europe. Larry, Larry, I think the last season you mentioned that you weren't necessarily satisfied before the season ended. Um, with these moves, do you think the team is, is more capable of competing in the East? And if so, what is your expectation? Well, that's, that's my hope, or we wouldn't make the moves. You know, you make moves to try to strengthen your team and get better, and I hope. Hope it works, and uh, you know we feel that uh, the players that we have uh, it makes us. We feel it makes us a better team, but you never know until they start playing. Right, there's been a lot of talk, speculation about Lance Stevenson. Is bringing Lance in still in play? I don't know. You know, it's just something that uh, I think Lance was doing the talking and his agent more so than us. But you never rule anything out. If it's a right situation and we have the right combination of players, I think you can take Lance back. Uh, I haven't talked to Lance directly, but I have talked to his agent a couple of times. But it's um, more more of them getting hold of us than us going after him. Because just a simple fact, you have to have the right uh, type of team and, and the better leadership to, to have Lance on the team. But he's, he's special. He's a special player. We know him, we, we see what he can do, but uh, right now I'd say it's probably a very slim chance. Larry, what's been your take overall on NBA free agency? Obviously the large amounts of money being thrown around and the players switching teams and... Well, we're not throwing it around. <laughs> uh, it's a little different. It's probably a little bit more than, than I anticipated, uh, but you gotta understand, uh, the league is very healthy. Um, you know, the players get 50 half or 51 percent of the, the cut. And if the money's available, it's got to go somewhere. And a lot of teams are, uh, you know, you might say, "Wow, he got that," but that's what it is. And, and you got to keep up. And you got to make make uh, your team better. You know, we have a budget here, and we'll stay within our budget, and we'll get the best team we possibly can. Uh, but uh, looking 
throughout the whole league, I'm, I'm surprised as a lot of people is by how much money some players are making. Is it tougher to compete with what would be so-called super teams that gather the best stars? Well, I mean, if you look back in the 80s, it was just about three or four teams coming back then, too. So it's, I don't think it's any different than it is now. Um, you know, it's like I always say, you hate to see players leave certain teams because um, it's like in Oklahoma City, it's a small market. And, and Kevin was, you know, and Westbrook was a show there. You hate to see that. But it is free agency. They can do what they please. And uh, um, if Kevin's desire was to go to Golden State and play on a team that's won 73 games, he should be able to do that. And um, I don't think anybody can criticize him for it because that's what he wants to do, and that's where the rules are. So if you stay within the rules, um, I'm fine with all of it. And Nate, what do you think Jeff T can do for your team? Well, again, we, we talked about playing faster. We wanted a, a true point guard. He can establish that tempo. Uh, I think he's great in the open court. Uh, his ability to run the pick and roll, uh, get into the paint, get to that basket. Uh, we'll put pressure on the defense to have to uh, guard and collapse that, and it should open up perimeter uh, shooting for us. So uh, his ability to just establish the tempo uh, for us, we, we, you know, we've heard some things about his defense. Uh, we think he works hard on the defensive end of the floor, and uh, he should you know, fit into our system and go well. Larry, what intrigued you about Jefferson and uh, for Nate in terms of how, how uh, might he have a bigger impact on the team minus or beyond just the statistics I think for next year? Well, you know, Al has been coming off the bench, uh, you know, this last season with the Hornets, and uh, he was a nightmare for us really the last uh, couple of years, uh, even when uh, Big Roy was here. Uh, he is a proven scorer in the low post, and uh, he's a guy that uh, forces teams to uh, have to double team, and if you are trying to guard him with single coverage, uh, he has shown that he can score, and uh, you know, coming off the bench last year was a, was a problem for a lot of teams to uh, try and match up with a player of his status, and uh, you know, he's a guy that you can give the ball to, and um, you know, he's a proven scorer in the low post. I know it's early, I know it's early, but because of what he was able to do last year with Charlotte going off the bench, is that a, a role that probably best suits him in his career right now? We, we will talk to with him, uh, you know, once he gets here, and uh, you know, the coaches and I will talk about uh, the first five that we will put out uh, and come start a, a training camp, but. Uh, that was a role last year that he, he played well for the Hornets. Uh, you know, if he is in that role, uh, I think it really poses problems for opponents to have to uh, have to match up with him. And, you know, Larry, you go back to the first what, what intrigued you most about Al? And, and well, over the years, just watching him play and um, high scores against. The, the opponents and the one thing about Al is, and, and, and being an ex-player, is anytime he has somebody in the post that can score, it takes a lot of pressure off everyone. Especially just drop it down there and they let him go to work uh, because there's going to be pressure on the wings. There's going to be entry passes that are stretches out beyond the three-point line, and 
if you just have a big body down there you can throw to, knowing you're going to have success with it, uh, it takes a lot of pressure off of you. And just watching them over the years, being able to score against whoever it is down there. I know uh, last year, um, one of the games that we played against, we never doubled the post, but Dan Burke said, we got to start doubling the post. Dow's killing us. And that's one of the first times since I've been here that we, especially with Dan running our defense, that we've ever doubled the post. And uh, once we had an opportunity to, to talk to his agent, Al indicated that he wanted to be here. And uh, so today we did the physicals and everybody passed and uh, we're looking forward to getting to work with him. Either one of you or both. Any concerns about Al's weight, Al's health, and the fact that he was suspended last year for a third drug violation? Go ahead, Nate. Um, no, you know, as far as, <laughs> you know, his weight, uh, you know, he came off of some injuries, and uh, a lot of times that is a problem. You know, I think our trainers do a great job of, uh, you know, taking care of our players and making sure that they are ready to uh, perform, you know, the start of training camp. You know, there were some issues, you know, talked about with Miles, and Miles played in all the games last year and uh, was healthy and, and played well. So, you know, I have uh, trust in our trainers that uh, they will do what is necessary to get him on the floor. Uh, you know, uh, conditioning, strength and conditioning team, We'll do the things that uh, those guys need to uh, make sure that they are ready uh, to be on the floor. So his weight, uh, I don't have any any issues with that. I've, I've talked to a number of people. Uh, all of our guys that are coming in, uh, people are praising them. You know, I talked with uh, Steve, Coach Steve and a lot of the Hornets uh, staff down in Orlando, and they loved it. And, uh, you know, they, what they've said is the guy's a pro. Uh, he's going to be ready to play. Uh, they hate to lose him. Uh, they enjoyed uh, working with him and uh, that we're going to love him. And, you know, that issue, I'm, I'm sure, you know, he's going to take care of that. And we'll help him. Larry, in terms of the, the trade for that is young, given that you want to compete now and, and obviously improve the team, was the trade, in essence, about uh, getting something that's proven and, and, and a veteran versus maybe not knowing what you're going to get at the 23. Right. I, I wasn't really uh, thrilled about this draft. I'm sure there'll be a lot of players that, that end up in pretty good players, but I didn't think we felt very comfortable with the 20th pick and who was going to select there. Um, so we had an opportunity to get a player like Thaddeus, a long athletic uh, power forward that, that can defend uh, multiple positions and, and he had a good year and he's had a great career. I just thought that's the best way to go. Uh, we have him for two years, and then we'll deal with that um, when it comes up. But I just didn't feel like the 20th pick would get us a player anywhere near that is young. 